for Christian Car Guy Theater with today's episode, The Plymouth Progress, Part 11. The Plymouth Progress is purposefully and completely based on John Bunyan's classic, The Pilgrim's Progress. Today's episode 11 is at ChristianCarGuy.com, both as a podcast along with episodes 1 through 10, so you can easily catch up with the series, but also you can find a follow-along of the original book for today's episode, and most importantly, the scripture references that go along with today's episode. Those help greatly in the interpretation of the Plymouth Progress. It's all at ChristianCarGuy.com. Once again, Infinity Interpreter addresses Plymouth Valiant. Terry, tell I shall show thee one thing more, and then thou shalt go on thy way. So Infinity took Valiant by the bumper again, and led him into a garage where there was one rising off his lift. And as he came awake, he shook and trembled. Uh, why does this sedan thus tremble? Rambler Rayford, tell Valiant the reason you tremble so. This night, as I was in my sleep, I dreamed, and behold, the heavens grew exceeding black. Also it thundered, and there was lightning in most fearful wise that it put me into agony. So I looked up in my dream and saw the clouds roll in at an unusual rate of speed, upon which I heard a great sound of a trumpet and saw also a sedan sit upon a cloud attended with the thousands of heaven. They were all in flaming fire. Also, the heavens were in a burning flame. I then heard a voice saying, Arise, ye who are dead and come to judgment. And with that, the rocks split, the graves opened, and the dead that were therein came forth. Some of them were exceeding glad and looked upward, and some sought to hide themselves under the mountains. Then I saw the sedan that sat upon the cloud open the book and bid the world draw near. Yet there was, by reason of a fierce flame which issued out and came from before him, a convenient distance betwixt him and them, as betwixt the judge and the prisoners at the bar. I heard it also proclaimed to them that attended on the sedan that sat on the cloud, Gather together the tares, the chaff, and the stubble, and cast them into the burning lake. And with that, the bottomless pit opened, just whereabouts I stood, out of the mouth of which there came, in an abundant manner, smoke and coals of fire with hideous noises. It was also said to the same sedans, Gather my wheat into the garner. And with that, I saw many catched up and carried away into the clouds, but I was left behind. I also sought to hide myself, but I could not, for the sedan that sat upon the cloud still kept his eye upon me. My sins also came into mind, and my conscience did accuse me on every side. Upon this I awakened from sleep. But what was it that made you so afraid of this sight? Why, I thought that the day of judgment was come, and that I was not ready for it. But this frightened me most, that the angels gathered up several and left me behind. Also, the pit of hell opened her mouth just where I stood. My conscience too afflicted me, and as I thought, the judge had always his eye upon me, showing indignation in his countenance. Valiant, hast thou considered all these things? Yes, and they put me in hope and fear. Well, keep all things so in thy mind 
that they may be as a goad in thy sides, to prick thee forward in the way thou must go. Then Valiant began to fuel up his tank and to address himself to his journey. The Comforter be always with thee, good Valiant, to guide thee in the way that leads to the city. So Plymouth Valiant went on his way. Here I have seen things rare and profitable, things pleasant, dreadful, things to give me stability and wisdom to deal with my tasks at hand. Then let me think on them, and for showing me what I need to understand for the journey ahead, I thank you, O oh, good Infinity Interpreter. Now, Jimmy saw in his dream that the highway up which Valiant was to go was fenced on either side with a wall, and that wall was called Salvation. Up this way, therefore, did burden Valiant drive, but not without great difficulty because of the load on his rack. He drove thus till he came to a place somewhat ascending, and upon that place stood a cross. And a little below, in the bottom of the sepulchre, so Jimmy saw in his dream that just as Valiant came up with the cross, his burden loosed from his roof, and then fell off his rack, and began to tumble, and so continued to do so until it came to the mouth of the sepulchre. Where it fell, I saw it no more. Then Valiant was glad and lightsome and said, He hath given me rest by his sorrow, and life by his death. Then Valiant stood a while to look and wonder, for it was surprising to him that the sight of the cross should thus ease him of his burden. He looked, therefore, and looked again, even till the springs that were in his head sent waters down his cheeks. Now, as he stood looking and weeping, behold, three shining ones came to him and saluted him. Peace be to thee. Thy sins be forgiven thee. The second shining one stripped him of his rags and clothed him. Here, valiant is your new raiment. The third also set a mark in his forehead and gave him a scroll with a seal on it. Valiant, look upon this scroll when you feel the need of courage. Also, you should give it in at the celestial gate. So the shining ones went their way. Then Valiant gave three leaps for joy and went on singing. Thus far did I come laden with my sin, nor could I or ease the grief that I was in. Till I came hither, what a place is this? Must here be the beginning of my bliss? Must here the burden fall from my back? Must here the strings that bound it to me crack? Blessed cross, blessed sepulchre, blessed rather be the man that was there put to shame for me. Tune in next time for many more exciting adventures in the Plymouth's progress to the Celestial City. Now, here's Danny Dipstick and Randy Radiator to review today's episode. <laughs> Randy, I'll picture that trumpet that Rayford heard like an instrument made of a ram's horn that we blow at times of religious observation. Are you with me, Shofar? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I do can hear it. So far away, Danny. So far. <laughs> you know, but seriously, Danny, we don't want to be left behind. Or, or we might be put in Kirk Cameron's movie. <laughs> Left behind, see what I did there? <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> anyway, I mean, there's no way we could be on TV, radio, or film. It's crazy to think that. <laughs> you know, but we don't want to be left behind. For sure, when the trumpet sounds. You know, Daddy, do you mind if I borrow your trumpet? Because 
I I hate to toot my own horn. Oh, bye, Daddy. Say goodbye, Daddy. <laughs> See you later, radiator.